0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 315. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is with Dala of House of Form and Form Paper Co. She is an incredible individual, but on top of that, she is a principal designer. On top of that, she is so many more things. So get to know her a little bit by going to her links in the bio below. We always intend to put that with every uh, individual who comes in through our our doors always connecting with them and you can connect with us at fighting podcast.com not only there but at our email at fighting Arizona podcast at gmail.com if you want to connect with us social media wise everything is under fighting Arizona podcast that being said this is our little intro so I want to just say we are getting better and we're trying to keep this train on the tracks so we're going to keep plugging away and pushing forward no community cork board, no nothing we're just going to keep plugging these episodes in so that you guys have the confidence content available to you. And when we get back on the tracks a little bit more, we will continue with that community corkboard. So this is episode number 315, House of Form with Dala. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in very special people every week, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce you to Dala, but I'm going to let Dala introduce her business and what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on. My name is Dala, and I'm the owner of House of Form, which is a boutique Um, interior design, hospitality focused interior design firm based in Scottsdale. Um, I'm also the owner of Form Paper Co, which is a e-commerce peel and stick wallpaper material.
0: Yes. And so we're just going to go ahead and talk about a little bit of everything today, both both businesses. But I would like to also get to know you a little bit more just to let everyone know what we're all about here. So uh, the first question that we do ask everyone now, just because it has been such an effective or uh, affect everyone throughout the country and throughout the world. Uh, how are you doing during the pandemic and how's your family? How are you doing physically? Like how you been?
1: Oh, thanks for asking. Um, I think doing well. We're adjusting. Uh, two years ago, obviously, it was a, a shock yeah. to all of us, and we didn't know how to handle mm-hmm. life and all these changes. But I think we're adapting now, and we're t- still trying to be safe and good. Best that we can, yeah.
0: I love to hear. It. I love to hear that. And there's uh, always, a, you know, I always try and say there's like silver linings to dark times. So this is one of those things that I like to uh, share with everyone is that even Through our harshest times, our community is just strong enough to do some great things and some little things here and there that make a positive difference. So um, let's just get into it. Can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how uh, which business came first and then also how one might affect or transition into the other business?
1: Absolutely. And um, do you want origin of my life or origin of business?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's do like like, I'm down for it. I'm here for you. Let's go origin of life. And then I I imagine that it will evolve into the businesses.
1: Yes, definitely. So I'm originally from Kuwait, which is in the Middle East. Um, I was born and raised there and I moved to the U.S. to go to Arizona State University's interior design program. So I've been here since 2001.
0: I'll pause you (laughs) right there. Why, that? why ASU? Cause right. I'm a, I'm an ASU grad myself. I, why no. choose that? Why choose that school? And then what made, like, what was the decision factor?
1: I'm glad you're an ASU graduate. I thought you were going to tell me you're from U of A. <laughs>
0: oh no, 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 <laughs> no,
1: <satisfied> about it. <laughs> that,
0: that would be my younger brother, actually.
1: <laughs> um, so ASU's interior design program at the time, back in 2001 was ranked number four in the nation. Okay. Um, it's still ranked pretty high. I'm not sure where they fall now, but nice. that's really what drew me to, to ASU. Okay.
0: Thank you for telling me. Sorry for pausing that because it's just so fascinating when I meet an ASU grad that like, what is your story? Because just to give you a little bit of highlight, because you don't know anything about me is um, I'm a Native American and I grew up on the Indian reservation here in Arizona. And so I went to ASU. So my whole journey of like being here in is, is from that. And so I I just love hearing it. So go on, please. Let let me stop you.
1: Uh, So I got a degree in interior design. I worked in the industry for a few years and then decided I really want to be a professor teaching interior design. So I went back to school. I went to Purdue to pursue my graduate degree. So I got a master's uh, of fine arts in interior design, which in our industry would be considered equivalent to a PhD, which means we can teach at the university level. So I completed that program, came back to Arizona when I was done and was both working full-time and teaching part-time at ASU. Okay, um, So I did that for some time and I got a little burnt out <laughs> and I decided to start my own business because I wanted more responsibilities in life. <laughs> and um, yeah, once I did that, I decided this, this deserves hundred percent of my attention. So I'm going to focus my efforts here and I stopped teaching.
0: That's, I mean, which can I ask? Which business, which one, like, was formed first? Uh,
1: oh yes, yeah. Uh, so, House of Form was formed first. Um, we started the business five years, six years ago now. Okay. Um, and I started with the intent to really focus on food and beverage and hospitality, mm-hmm. which is what I enjoyed the most and what I had the most experience in from working in the corporate world. Got it. Um, so yeah, I started that, and then we talked about the pandemic earlier. But in March of 2020, because the majority of our clients are bar and restaurant owners, I had a little scare when. Really, we didn't know what was happening in the hospitality industry. Restaurants were shut down, clients stopped working on their projects. They either put a pause or weren't responding. And I think naturally it was just out of fear. Everybody was kind of paralyzed and didn't know what to do. So that kind of lit a fire under me and said, well, I put all my eggs into this bar and restaurant basket. I should probably diversify a little bit and maybe explore other ways to expand our business. And so from that came form paper co, which is a product based business. And it was really answering to a pain point that I had with the products that I use on a daily basis, but I was never able to find wallpaper that was really easy to install, Mm -hmm. but also worked for both residential and commercial projects. Ah. And so yeah, that's where beautiful. We are I okay. love it.
0: I love it. This is this is great because again, it just really does say a lot to spread out the story and just kind of hear it uh, unfold. And it, I really do enjoy hearing it from the owners, like one of the principals and and one of the you know the individual who's led the life, mm-hmm. because one part of it is just really for you. It's cathartic to kind of look back and hear all of that, just to kind of realize where where you've come from. And the mm-hmm. other part too, is I think it really just shows, um, the level of excitement someone has and the level of passion, uh, someone might enjoy just to hear that. Because when I get excited is when you, when you're excited, when the person I'm talking to is just really sharing themselves and just really kind of divulging, like, this is why this is this, and this is, um, how it came to be and all of these things. So. Thank you again for doing all of that because uh, we can now kind of start to little picks here and there and uh, I'll kind of go start off from your college years and uh, you are going from interior design and I just kind of, for me, it was really hard to kind of get past leaving home. Was Mm -hmm. that the same situation for you?
1: Oh, yeah. And and home was really far away if I were to leave. Right. We're talking thousands and thousands of miles away. But it's typical for most of us in the Middle East to get an education abroad, whether it's in Europe and the U.S. And then we graduate and we go back home. So I I think I always kept in mind that when I'm done in four years, I'll be reunited with my family and it'll be fine. (laughs) Um, But plans changed. (laughs) I met my husband, who is an American here in the U.S., and I ended up staying.
0: <laughs> oh, well, um, I'm sure there's a lot of things that happen between um, that uh, that pivotal point of like graduating, like all of these, you know, meeting your husband and things like that. Uh, I just I'm also kind of curious, too, for someone like yourself. I think for a lot of people, it's 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 a little bit easier when you have um, ba- like, you know, people who are there close to you in the family ties, like you're saying, leaving home like that. What were some of the big things, I guess, for you, for the changes in your life to really mm-hmm. kind of like evolve into? Because one of the things that I really enjoy talking about with designers, too, it's like a level of thought and a level of detail that goes into designing and to develop your own style and skill. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes there's a level of connecting your past, but there's also a level of like, what else did you have to bring in to, you know, just make your own style come to life?
1: Yeah. So um, I think adaptability when I first moved out here, I mean, we're talking about a complete culture shift and, Um, just nationality shift language somewhat. I mean, I was always bilingual, but to not be able to speak both languages during college, that Mm was also a shift. So I think adaptability made me very flexible in that I am malleable. I'm able to look at things and quickly adjust if I need to. And I think that bleeds into design work, where you know I have this perspective that's a little bit more broad and less narrow-minded. Yeah, I can change if needed.
0: Yeah, and so that will now lead me into kind of you know that adaptability. Is that the same thing you look for in your employees? Because you have a team, and and you know there's you know a, 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 I think there's like four or five individuals that work with you. And um, I just kind of want to like you know we want to learn about your team and and just kind of like who you brought in. And is that the same mentality that they have as yours?
1: Yeah. Well um, we have a diverse group and everybody has different skill sets that they bring to the table. But I think because of the work that we do, which is, hospitality, bars, restaurants, we've started to get into hotel, multifamily, we naturally have to be able to have this mental shift between projects. Mm -hmm. So I think even if that's not a natural trait, you're kind of learning through your projects to be able to shift your mindset and shift your focus as the projects change. So I would say it's kind of learned somewhat like, like I learned.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And I love that. That's, uh, it's really great to kind of see you take something that you experienced and give that, you know, down to the next group that you were involved with. Um, you know, you're talking about the, you know, the shift over the pandemic and I would like to kind of get into just the, the conversation that you had. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that we kind of pick up here is just kind of, the internal conversations that the business owners and the teams had to go through to look internally, to find the thing that, you know, to pivot to what is the thing that we can give to our customers? That is something that we can generate or help with to keep ourselves and the doors open.
1: Yeah. So um, I mentioned that when the pandemic first hit the first shutdown in Arizona, Things were quiet for about 30 days, but somehow our industry managed to pick up fairly quickly. So it was 30 days of silence and then we were busy again. Ah. Um, But that didn't mean that we didn't take the time to really reevaluate how we can be more efficient. I would Mm -hmm. say a lot of us started to use Zoom. Right. We may have used it in the past, but we used it far more frequently during the past 2 years and i think that made us realize that hey there there's probably a lot of meetings we're having that aren't necessary we're just putting it on the calendar because it sounds nice yeah why don't we why don't we become more efficient with our time frame so i think we started to look at efficiencies and systems within the company and any downtime that we had we would kind of meet as a team and determine okay what's working what's not how we how can we fix this so that we can work in office or out of office and still be as effective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Are. Yeah. That's wonderful to hear that. I mean again, I just I always find it interesting to ask those kind of conversational questions just because again, I think rooted in the in this harsh time of like, you know, things shut down, things were things are still kind of like hard as far as I'm Noticing on the infrastructure part, where people are getting things delivered late minute or like last, you know, you know, things like that. So that kind of could steer our conversation into your new, you know, the new. Um, is it House of Form? I, I always I'm getting the the names mixed up. But I, the, the peel House and stick. Paper. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. So peel and stick is Form Paper Co.
0: Form and Paper Co. I would love to talk. You know, was that, you know what what kind of materials is it made out of? Cause I know there's a science behind this. There's a, there's a kind of fun little, like what they're made out of the material wise that you yeah. get, get a, get a, enthusiasm from
1: yeah of course okay so with form paper um what i back to the kind of the problems that i wanted to solve or the challenges i wanted to solve was i wanted a material that was very easy for the non-professional to install um, both in the commercial and the residential world from our experience anytime we specified a wallpaper it may have been okay it met the budget but yeah. when it came to installation, installation cost quite a bit. Yeah, And I really wanted to solve for that so that wallpaper could be an option for anyone that was interested in, in dressing up their space or, you know, adding pattern and color. And so we did some extensive research on materials that were peel and stick, but didn't damage the wall at all. meaning. Mm-hmm. Put it up, and I could pull it down two years from now and place it in another room if I wanted to. And I had this idea and thought, I don't know if this is possible, but surely there's something out there. And yeah, and if there's not, maybe I can develop something. So I can't give away all the secrets, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I totally <laughs> understand. What yeah. I just, I just was like, yeah, there's got to be like, because you did the research. I imagine there was like, you said to yourself, there's got to be someone who's doing this. There's yeah. got to be some you know, company, some product, something that's out there that I, you know, uh, that I'll find in my own research. And yeah. it's where you like, <laughs> it's in that time. I like, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. I'm like, and then you're just like, should I do this? Like, it's, yeah. and that's one of those things that I always find really fascinating for some people when they, it's not a, you back into it, so sort of, you're doing research, but it's just like one of those like aha moments, like wow, like you just didn't realize like this not this thing that's being mentioned or said or done about, and I just find it beautiful because it's like yeah, you you work in this every day, you would think someone, anyone that would just like in your own kind of seat would be like yeah, this is needed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, <laughs>
1: What's more, I think, more profound in the process than the product itself and how amazing the product is, is the, the time of the pandemic just made us more introspective. And I think we thought more about our local community and the environment and those things started to bleed into the ethos of the business. So, you know, some of the things I'm really proud of developing with form paper is everything is Arizona made. So all our partners, including our graphics team, the press team, the shipping team, all made here in Arizona. So we're supporting the local community.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: and then the other thing we're doing is for every purchase made, we're planting a tree. So there's that give back to the environment.
0: That's wonderful. And can you give us a little bit of like how that works, like how you work with the company that probably does the, the planting and stuff like that? What's the whole like process look like?
1: Yeah, so it's an organization um, that does this for several businesses that want to be a part of giving back to the yeah. environment. And so what we do is um, each tree costs a dollar. So for every purchase, we document our purchases. And at the end of the year, we will hand off those funds to one tree planted and they'll they'll plant the trees.
0: That's yeah. so cool. You guys yeah. are awesome. That's really great. Now, you had mentioned the um, the word that I love most, community. And the thing that I love to ask owners and business of all types is, what have you learned from the community being here for as long as you have?
1: Um, I would say in the design industry, uh, designers are very supportive of one another. In there's, you know, there's uh, uh, there isn't nasty competition. There's pride in looking at someone saying, you know what, I really admire your work and I want to share that with you and vice versa. So yeah, I mean, that sense that we have in our direct design community.
0: I love that because I, again, it's like, that's something I love hearing is just, we want to infiltrate all of the different communities and let them know these individuals are out there. They just want to be a part of the bigger community and help people of where they live. Like, it's just so great that you, that you yourself has allowed us to um, come into your doors and, and allow the interior design world uh, to let us in and, and share your story. So I will ask a little bit more, they're, they get a little bit more personal. It's more like I would love to learn about your daily routine and how your team works weekly um, and you yourself, how you kind of keep yourself balanced.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I would say um, the day to day is very different given the number of things I'm doing. Yeah. But I can say that this. This quarter in particular, I had a meeting with my team and I kind of broke down my time into percentage allotments so that everybody understood where I had to put my time to allow our business to continue to grow and succeed. And I didn't want to keep that information to myself. I felt like they should know where my hours are being allotted so Mm -hmm. that they could support that and, you know, be a part of the bigger mission. But um, on, on a personal level, I also have to make sure that I'm catering to my mental health and my uh physical health. And so I I work out six days a week for about wow. an hour and a half each day, which is a lot. It's a lot of time. Sometimes yeah. I want to brush that off and say I don't have time for it today, but it's truly the one thing that makes sure that I am alert, present there for my team and capable to fulfill all these roles that I have throughout the day. So my roles currently shift between, I would say the majority of my time is spent on design. That's where my passion is, but I also am a business owner. So I have to think about uh, business development, marketing PR. I have support in those areas, of course, um, but my time has to be attributed to it. Um, And then of course there's finance (laughs) Something I I don't enjoy, but I have to be
0: a part of. (laughs) I hate it. I'm sorry. I'm just like it's the like it's the bane of my existence. I just I I love charts. Like that's the only like if I could have someone look, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, and
1: preferably (laughs) up, right?
0: Preferably (laughs) up, yes, in the green. That's or black, however you want to do it. But that's just yeah. Keep going. I'm just sorry. I'm like I'm like that's my bane. You were saying it. I was like oh, I feel you.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Not fun. Um, But yeah, so that's uh, we have various roles that support me and the mission but um you know we have our designers in-house we've also and that's jillian and clarissa and then we've got gabrielle who is our experience manager and she manages a lot of the business development pr and marketing Um, and then we outsource support that um, doesn't make sense for us to have in-house so we have a part-time cfo slash accountant who manages all of our um, accounting and then we've got um I guess you could call it like a, a web specialist, but SEO Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: management. I met, um, I met
0: a couple of people like that throughout, yeah. my, throughout my world. <laughs> um, I, I just like, again, thank you again for letting in, us in on the little workout thing. Cause I get it too. That's one of the things that I always hear from many business owners is that they have that one thing that they just can't do. Like they need to be doing it. If it's just like, exercise, meditation, writing down in a journal, like something that they just need to help them zone in or, you know, clock in whatever it may be mental wise. And I think you're absolutely right. Mental health is something that we are a lot. All of us are learning to do that. And um, some of us are relearning to do that. Some of yeah. us, you know, are doing um, all sorts of different things. So thank you again for letting me in on that. Cause I'm a big runner myself. I run a couple of miles a day. Like I need to, that's just something that I need. And I just, I love it. It's my mental health and, and also I go on walks with my family. So it's just like one of those things Like we, we just love doing that. We love being outside. And, uh, I, you know, I, I really love relating to you. You have seen like I haven't told you I'm a landscape architect. So I just
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, you drop that now? No, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to wait
0: to the end. I wanted like I just wanted to wait to 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 see what the what the feel, what the vibe was. that yeah, it's it's it, this is just something I love doing because again, I went to ASU, uh mm-hmm. I started learning graphic design and I was screen printing, and then I started learning about businesses that would come in to do t-shirts, <laughs> met owners of all sorts of types and just love them and they love talking to me for some reason. So it was just like, everyone kept saying, you got to do something like this all the time, Jose. And it's like, okay, I'll grab some mics and let's do this. <laughs> so it's how this came all to be. Um, okay. but yeah, it's like, this, my first passion is this landscape is design.
1: Do you still practice? landscape? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's my day job. <laughs> I, uh, I'm part of a firm, um, over in Mesa. And so they, they let me do work from home and and with my child and then they know about all of this. So it's just kind of like really all the great things, all the great things. Yeah. So thank you again. I mean, we're reaching the end here, but I I just want to say a lot of things that um, I want to finish up with towards the end. We like to look towards the future goal-wise. I know you have two separate businesses that probably have really intense, like, well, not intense, but like they have their own goals. Mm -hmm. I would love to learn one of each. So that we can put it out in the universe and help you make that happen.
1: Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll start with House of Form. Sure. Um, But my goal is to grow the team by three more individuals this year. Yes. Um, Three more designers so that we can provide our service to more passionate hospitality business owners around the world. I love it. Yeah. And then with Form Paper Co, we are currently available in the U.S. and Canada. I would love to eventually get to a place where we can ship worldwide.
0: Oh, that's perfect. I think that's a wonderful like each one looks like they're very manageable and very like they they seem like they have big things going in, but it's like manageable steps. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Step by step. We'll get there.
0: I love it. I love it. So uh, what else can I just say by saying, just like ending this, I just want to give you the opportunity to, if I missed anything, anything that you want to talk about that just is important to you wise to let everyone know, or, you know, I'm just going to give you the little floor here at the last minute.
1: Oh, well, I want to find out if you do home landscaping or if it's more.
0: (laughs) So So yeah, I do. uh, I do commercial for the business, but yes, I will. Like, I do do residential for friends and family.
1: Okay, great. Uh, We're reaching uh, out. We just purchased a home, and our backyard doesn't need of. Uh, help. And I would love to to chat with you. Offline.
0: Yes, for you, <laughs> for you. Yes, let's do it. Let's chat and let's talk about it. Let's let's go for it. Um, I also would love to give you the platform to let everyone know where they can find you online, all the social media handles, uh, your address, phone number, email, everything. Let everyone know where they can find all the things for you. Absolutely.
1: So for House of Form, you can find us at houseofform.com dot com. Uh, we spend most of our time on Instagram for social platforms. So our handle there is at house of form underscore.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then for form paper co, our address or web address is formpaperco.com And the handle is at form paper co. So that's the best way to find us. Our office is in South Scottsdale and you're welcome to visit for happy hour. Anytime.
0: Oh, awesome. That sounds great. And I really do appreciate it. Again, it's a Saturday, so it's morning. And I really do appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Before we go, ladies and gentlemen, it's my turn to kind of let you know you can find us at Podcast.com. You can find every episode there. If you want to check us out on social media, that's Finding Arizona Podcast, all social media platforms. And last but not least, if you go to patreon.com, we have a place for you to go become a super fan and get extra bonus content to patreon.com slash Finding Podcast. With that, we say goodbye to all of you listening, all of you watching on the live stream. We thank. Dala for coming in and saying hi to us. And then we say, as always, at the end of every episode, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs to our little animals and friends. Goodbye, y'all. See you on the next one.